Hey everybody, good morning, good night, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome back to another episode of Damo Speaks, and of course, I'm your host, Damo. So guys, for today's episode, I'm going to be talking about building a family on a solid foundation. Now, of course, being in a family, especially like you have your family, your boyfriend has their family, or your girlfriend, significant other, like they got their own family but then like you create your own little family and you have your values on what you want to be based on in your family and also your significant other has their you know ideas and stuff for um what they want to bring into their family too that you guys created and let me tell you off the bat this is like a part an important huh, huh, it's an important thing that you talk to your partner about like what are their goals and what do they want family wise like what things like foundation wise that you guys want to build the family on like hey it could be there like you have both like you're family oriented, so that means you guys wanna, you know, go out like on family trips, like maybe twice or three times a year, and just you know have that good communication or, you know, something like that. And I have like several maybe ideas and things that you guys can, you know, help strengthen your foundation and it might be helpful might not you might find different ways you and if you do find different ways then you know let me know okay let me know like I'll put my socials down in the description area and you guys can you know message me inbox me you know just tell me what your ideas are because sometimes I might not say something and you guys find something and, hey, we can work together on this. Huh? Huh? Little nudge, nudge. <laughs> but one thing that I say that will help build on your family foundation is to be present. I know we could think about the future. Like, I'm already thinking about, A, Alex education. Where he going? If we still staying in Milwaukee, most definitely I want him to go to my old school. But his father has a different idea. And, hey, we still working on it. But it's like, that's years into the future. Like, we want to think about the now. Like, when is this boy going to be walking fully by himself? Because he wants to walk when he wants to walk. Okay, my son got a mind of his own. Like his mama. He's too damn headstrong. I don't know where he get that from. Like... I know it could be from his, from me, of course, from his grandma, his aunties, his uncles. Okay, maybe just like, yeah, both of our sides. Because um, my family and his father's family, like, yeah, we all headstrong. So, I guess that's where he gets it from, is both sides of the family. Yay. His his teenager is going to kill me, y'all. It's really going to kill me. Like, side note, this little boy talks back to me. Okay, like little boy, you just turned one years old. Tone it down a little bit. 
Like I told him to um to stop messing with something. He was like, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh. And did like his little baby babbling on that 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 like who is you talking to, sassy mouth? But we gonna nip that in the bud, like saying, No, no, we don't talk back. And he knows the word no. Then he shakes his head. So, hey, we're on the right track. But yeah, just staying present in like the present time and just learning what your kid like personality wise, like learning about your kid because their personality shows up real quick. Like you think like, oh, little cute newborn crying and pooping. But then I I seen a change when he was like three months and I'm like, okay, this little boy goofy like his daddy in me, but mostly like his daddy. Then he started getting a smirk. And then he started giving me my dad's look like I don't play. And he gave me them looks plenty of times. And I'm like, okay, don't be like your papa. So it's like them little things like you just notice right away. Like it's your kid. So, of course, you're going to notice from then until now. And it's like a huge, complete change. And I'm like, I'm loving it. But then also I'm like, I know this boy didn't. Uh-uh. And I'm like, where'd you learn this from? It ain't from me. But just try to keep it into the present because those little things, it's milestones, people. Milestones. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. But we're going to hushity-hush on that one. Um, The other thing is celebrate everybody's achievements equally and please together. Like, I know y'all be having your... Like, you had your gender reveal and you had your little baby shower or combine them both and all your family is there, all his family is there or their family is there and everybody's having a ball. And then like somebody else is having a party and you're not invited and you just like, well, what the fuck? I invited you to my shit. Why didn't you invite me to yours? So it's something like that. Like, I know in your own, like, little media family, of course, if your significant other gets a new job promotion or something like that, celebrate. Like, saying, good, congratulations. Can't talk today, people. Um, Say, congratulations, babe, boo, (laughs) hoo-ha, something like, congratulations, or... Like, when I say to my son, like, congrats, it's like, good job, baby boy. You you started clapping or when he started to walk or said his first word, mama. I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm over the moon and everything. But celebrate your achievements because in the long run, you taking pictures. You That's the stuff that most people remember is your achievements. Like, yes, you fail. We'll remember that too. But you'll cherish and remember the achievements and birthdays celebrations like that's the good times that y'all need like to pump up like get together like be family oriented like throw some god darn parties and invite everybody and if that other person is throwing a party too like shoot bitch you better invite me too damn it um but hey that's another thing um Another point that I want to make is also respect. Respect is key. Now, 
I know some of y'all, most of y'all, whatever, your respect kind of stinks. Now, I know you have to um, get respect while showing respect. Like, if I respect you, I hope you respect me because what I dish out to you, I want you to dish back right back to me. If I'm cussing you out, another, I know that you're going to cuss me out too. But if I'm being cordial to you and I'm nice to you, please have that same respect towards me. And I know with my generation, like I'm 23 people. I know my generation, like, shoot, we now, we demand a respect. But sometimes, like, our mouths get ahead of us. Believe me, I've been popped a couple of times by my mother, but by my mouth. So, I know that is, like, you know, a little, a little iffy. But I worked on it, and I'm good. Like, now, I hold my tongue, and I say my piece. But then when you push me to the edge, and of course, I'm being very disrespectful to you. Because you ain't have to go there because I don't like going there. It's too ugly. I'll hurt you. I'll really hurt you. I'll hit below the belt. So I like to keep that home down because there's different sides of me. But that's besides the point. Uh, But yeah, respect each other. Like, if you want to break with your significant other, please don't go out and talk to no other goddamn person. That's disrespectful. You trying to like you had this break and um break set for a reason because you need to think and they need to think. So think apart. Don't think with your coochie or your dicko or whatever you got. Think with your head. Think with your heart. Cause that's the two things that uh matter. Like shoot, if you want to tickle your pickle or tickle your um the JJs and whatnot. Baby, you got a vibrator, you got whatever toys you got. So, just respect one another. That's a key set because it also goes into this other point. It's like, it's setting an example for your children because it's monkey see, monkey do. And that is so goddamn true. Whatever your kid sees, of course, they're going to do it in the long run. Like, I try not to cuss because I cuss like a sailor. I'm trying to keep it cool and collected on here because I don't want to have cussing all the time. And also in the workplace, I try not to cuss. I'm trying to be professional. But, baby, I cuss like a sailor like it ain't nothing. And I'm like, I'm not trying to have my son cuss because I know with my mom, like, she be having three cuss words or ten or five in one sentence, in one breath. And that's how I used to be. And now I don't really do that anymore because I'm trying to hone that in because I don't want to teach my son to cuss at a young age. Because now he's hearing what we're saying. Like, he knows how to say apple. We're trying to teach him how to um, um, say his name. He can say mama. He can say baba. He can say dada. So it's like set an example for your kids because... They see everything. They hear everything. They ain't deaf. They ain't, they ain't blind. So, like, they can see. They can hear. So, we're going to have to get that together. Like, if you smoke in front of them, what you think they're going to do? They're going to puff, puff, pass, too. So, just be mindful of that. And also, going into the other point is to set boundaries have boundaries like it ain't 
for, of course, like your immediate family, but also um, your significant other's family too. Like everybody needs to have boundaries. I don't like people telling me that I got to do this and that and that and just tell me what to freaking do. I don't like that because then I'm like, okay, am I doing this wrong? Like, I know y'all got kids, but I'm trying to raise my kid on my own in a way. Like, I appreciate the help and the knowledge that you're giving me, but I need to figure this out, too, on my own. Like, when you first become an adult and you have to make your own doctor's appointment or dentist appointment, your mama and your daddy ain't going to be there. So, of course, you're going to have to learn for yourself. That's also dealing with children and setting those boundaries. Like, ooh, this is one thing people is when people kiss my son. Now, you know my circle is so small. It seems big, but no, it's small. And the only people that been with him since birth, since I um, birthed him out of out of my coochie. Well, actually, out of my stomach because they cut me open. Um, but ever since he's been more, he's been around the same people. The same people. And I trust all these people. And I don't need nobody else that I do not fucking know kissing on my son. Because that starts with RSV. Like I said, that shit ain't cute. That shit ain't sweet. That shit is dead. Because that can harm your kid. And to and right now it's flu season. No, fuck no. So yeah, that's my that's my one of my pet peeves now because I'm like, don't don't kiss my kid, and everything. So you set boundaries for your family. Like, hey, I don't need y'all to kiss him. Please respect that. And if I'm gone, please don't do it behind my back. Cause if I find out that he's sick, I'm coming after you. Okay, it's simple and easy, just like that. So, yeah, setting boundaries is the most key. If you pregnant right now, if you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, shit, make a list. Just make a list real quick and write down every single thing that you don't want your significant other's family to do and your family to do and stuff like that. And also boundaries set for your own little family. Like, it's not that hard and it keeps everything in order and planned. And it keeps the unexpected shit like RSV and other illnesses and babies away. It cuts all of that shit off. And I'm glad that I am surrounded by the same people instead of 10,000 other people. Okay, so another point of mine that I have is um, just create a routine and expectations. Like, I know most of us want to get, you know, wealthy and rich and blase, blase, but try to make a schedule about like your day-to-day lives and then also expectations that you want to move forward. Like I said in the last episode, I have a manifestation board and I'm doing smart goals. Like this is what I want to do. So like an expectation, like I expect my boyfriend to 
you know, not drop everything that he has to do. But, like, if I'm calling you and your son is going to the emergency room, baby, I need you to stop that and stop what you're doing and get there. Okay? Well, that's an expectation that I have and stuff. So, it's, like, stuff that might occur, like, the ER situation or if you are sick and you don't want your child to get sick so you have your significant other you know taking care of you like have a mask on or something like feeding you and you know helping you out but then also catering to their baby you know because the babies need love too so just try to create a schedule because babies babies people need consistency they need structure they need a schedule like i can't stress this enough schedule schedule main thing schedule because you know without a schedule you fucked because then your kid is still gonna be waking up at you know like probably one o'clock then one thirty then probably two thirty then probably three, then probably like six, then probably like, you know, 12 or 11 or something like that. So the schedule is all off balance. But if you set a straight schedule, like, okay, we're going to wake up at seven. We're going to brush our teeth, wash our face, da-da-da-da, blase, blase, eat breakfast. By this time, it's going to be like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. At that time, after breakfast, you get your little bye-bye, and then you take a nap for 15 to 20 minutes. Then you're up. Then we're going to go to lunch. We're eating our lunch. We're getting all playful. We're doing our tummy time. And then take a little another nap. Then wake up 15, 20 minutes again. Then it's lunchtime. Not lunchtime. Dinner time. Yay. We're going to eat. We're going to play. We're going to take a bath. Then we're knocked. <laughs> You're knocked down to sleep. And then that's your routine. And then you probably might start a different routine after that because your kid, of course, gets older and schedules are going to be different and whatnot. So just try to be consistent and set expectations because we're going to need it. We're needing it. Yay. Another point of mine is communicate. Communication is key. This is also another thing that I'm stressing. Communication. I am a nonchalant person. Like, if you ask me a question, I'm like, oh, well, okay, whatever. Like, it doesn't bother me. But, of course, it bothers me because I was so used to putting my feelings on the back burner and putting everybody else's feelings in front of me. That's what fucked me up. That's why I'm in therapy right now. This is why I'm trying to get help. For myself and for my son. So please, please, please communicate. Communication is key. And I really can't stress that enough because anything can happen. If you're not telling your significant other or your family and friends about your struggles, nobody's going to know until the last minute. And that is sad to say because that do, that do be happening in our society, this in our world. Like, 
or all these kids about school shootings coming up to school with guns because they were being picked on. They were being bullied and they just snapped. And like, oh, he well, he brought a I'm going to school and started shooting up everybody. He deserves justice. But what happened to that justice for him when or she when she or he was getting picked on? The teachers didn't want to do nothing. The students are still hurting them and like still getting and they're still getting bullied and nobody stepping in. Like that makes you wonder and think like what's our society is headed to. Like you want us to call out for help. And when we do, we don't receive that help. So just communicate with your family, friends, significant other, and especially with your kids. If you guys have teenage kids right now, as we speak, or grown adult kids, please call them right now. Call them right now. Stop this podcast. Call them right now and ask them, how are they doing? Just ask them and ask and tell them truthfully, like, tell me, please, how are you doing? Like, don't sugarcoat it for me. Tell me the truth because that really actually helps somebody save a life right there. If somebody asks me, like, how are you? And I just break down then you know that something was wrong with me and I just need to let anything go. Okay, so please, please, please communicate. It is key. Another point that I do have is create safety in the family i know that there's so many stories out here that somebody is taking care of your kid and some bad thing happened that your kid sadly passed away and i'm sorry for any family who is going through that right now or in the past like i am so very sorry and I hope for the best in the future, and I hope that you're doing well right now. But it's hard to say and trust people around your kid. Like, this daycare that my son is at, he, like, I sent him to daycare, and he wasn't running no fever. He didn't have a cough. He had, like, a slight runny nose, but it's always, like, cold or hot in our room. And so I'm like, I'm not thinking anything of it. It was a cold, cold. And then I drop him off. I get to work, drive to his daycare afterwards and found out that these people didn't even call my cell phone to say that my son spiked a fever and or anything like that and said like, well, we didn't know that we can contact you at work. Yeah, bitch. No, you can contact me. You have my number, my auntie number, my um, my dad's number, my sister's number, my other auntie's number. So you have all these numbers in his file, in my son's file. But you didn't call none one of us. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's good to keep a safety plan involved. Like get. Like, whoever is a godparent, make sure that your godchild has you as an emergency contact on their phones, on their tablets, like, in their backpack, something, so that somebody, if they ever get lost or 
if their backpack is ever found or something like that. Like they have a number, have your number to go to. Get them to memorize it or, you know, give it to their teachers or whatnot. Like just create a safety plan in place because anything can happen. And that's true in life. Like it's unfortunate, but it happens. Accidents happen and sometimes not so much accidents happen. Like it could be, you know, premeditated or something like that. So just keep that in mind, just to have a plan in place. So, like I said, it's be present in the present, people, okay? Celebrate everybody's achievements and goals together and equally. Also, respect each other. Please, please, please respect each other. Set an example for your kids. Top tier. Fucking top tier. Have boundaries. Please, please, please have boundaries. Also, be consistent. Have a schedule in place. And have expectations. Also, please freaking communicate. Freaking communicate. Okay? Communication is key. Okay? And last but not least, create a safety plan for your family. All right, it these points will help you, okay? They will help you to build a strong, solid foundation within your family and also probably in within your friend group too. And I hope that this message will get out to you. I hope it helps you guys. And if you find other, you know, ways to, you know, help develop a strong foundation, Please let me know. Text me. Inbox me. I'll be around. I'm on social media. So I'll put my socials down in the description box. And please, like, you know, follow me, subscribe. And you guys have a blessed day. And I love you guys. And I will, you know, talk to you in the next one.